Hey, welcome to The Abundant Artist, a podcast for creatives looking to create more abundance in their lives, more happiness, more results, more money. I'm Whitney Uland. I'm an actor, writer, and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you exactly how to start feeling better and how to go after your creative ambitions. Hello, wonderful artists. I hope that you are having an amazing day whenever you are listening to this. I'm having an amazing day. Um, I am super excited because tonight I am going to my very first in-person yoga class since the beginning of the pandemic. And I used to be a yoga girly and I was like a handstand girly, headstand girly, all the things. And I just could not get into yoga during like the pandemic. I could not get into doing it online. And I've done it like a few times, but it just was not the same for me without the community aspect. And for me, it just really became a practice and really became a ritual to go in person. And so I haven't done it. And I'm so excited. I'm just, yeah, I'm really, really excited. Um, But I wanted to talk to y'all today about the most insidious thought. If y'all have been following me for a while, you might remember that I had a phase where I used the word insidious all the time. And I don't actually remember if it made its way to the podcast. But there was like this probably three month period of time where on every coaching call in the academy, I was just like, this is insidious. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know where this insidious word, uh, like why it's like so present in my brain, but um, it came back. So we're back with insidious this this week. And I want to share what I believe is the most insidious thought. And starting out, it's actually going to come from this metaphor that my husband's therapist gave him, which he was sharing with me. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is such a good metaphor. So the metaphor is, so John was talking to his, um, his therapist. He's actually, he's in this place right now. I really just I'm going to brag on him. He's in this really, really exciting place for his career. I'm realizing now it's not finalized, so I probably shouldn't say exactly what it is. But basically, one of his like big dreams is coming true. And something that he's been working on for so long is happening. And yet he's finding himself feeling discouraged and upset because it ha- it isn't quite what he like originally envisioned for it and it isn't quite as like rah-rah shishkinba as he was hoping and so he's kind of just been down on himself and been like this is not exactly like maybe this isn't something that's like this isn't what I wanted it doesn't feel the way that I was hoping it doesn't like it's just not quite what I like had in mind and because of that he's just been really discouraged and not even able to see or celebrate what is going on like the celebration that it is and the growth that it is and I can really resonate with this I know that so many of my clients can as well where they get to this point where they're looking around at their results and they're like okay a year ago this would have blown my mind but right now it like doesn't seem that cool like it's honestly not that exciting anymore and part of that is just how growth works and how we shift identities and how we um, progress is that you know once you actually get to the goal that you had in mind it's because you've you've like already out like when you're creating a new result you have to become that person who has the result ahead of time and so most of the time that you are like stepping into that identity happens before the result shows up I like to use this example of uh like weight loss and I'm I do not want to speak to the morality of weight loss diet culture like fuck all of that but I do think that this is a clear example so I'm going to use it is that Let's say that someone has the goal or the intention to lose weight. They and like they're going to do that in the way of like 
um, consuming less calories than they are eating, then um, or consuming less than they are burning. Excuse me. So um, like a, creating a calorie deficiency, you're going to have to take those actions before the results show up, right? And if you were to get in, and, and the reason why it's so hard to for so for so many people to lose weight is that you have to like stay in that belief that it's working. Even when the like scale hasn't changed, even when your jeans are still fitting the exact same, even when you have a day that you're bloated and you feel even bigger and it feels like so frustrating, it's that like frustration, it's that moment of feeling like oh, this isn't working, that that's actually where most people end up giving up before they um they actually get to the point that they create results. And that's the moment where they self-sabotage. And that's the moment where they give up and they change their habits. And with weight loss, it's like you could think about if someone ate a salad one day and then we're like, why didn't I lose weight? Like, of course, right? They have You have to be consistent about it before there's any proof that it's working. And then your body will make the changes. Well, it's the exact same thing with results that you are creating. If you are trying to create any result, there's not going to be evidence until all of a sudden there is evidence. And you have to maintain that belief and that muscle of maintaining belief, maintaining belief in yourself while you're in what I call the liminal space. So while you're in between where you are and where you want to go, that's where we're strengthening the muscles, right? And I mean, even the same with, if we were saying like strengthening muscles, your muscles are not going to get stronger until you push yourself out of your comfort zone, right? And it's the continual pushing yourself out of your comfort zone until that weight, like let's say you're like lifting, I don't know why I'm using, I guess just because I'm doing yoga today. I'm like using all these like health analogies. But um, you're, let's say you're like strengthening your bicep, you're like doing bicep curls, then that muscle is like it needs to be pushed for like you need to take a weight that's stronger than your current capability right and you need to just inch it otherwise you're going to hurt yourself which is also part of this this metaphor but you need to just incrementally increase the weight and it's going to hurt but you're not your bicep isn't going to look any differently until it like repairs and until it gets used to that, that weight so the same thing is true with creating results you have to step into the identity and become the person before the result catches up and so then oftentimes by the time that the result catches up, it doesn't really seem flashy and exciting anymore because you've been being that person for so long that you're just like, yeah, this is kind of like who I am. Like, it's kind of like, it's about damn time, <laughs> you know, uh, to quote our queen uh, Lizzo. But that's also something to keep in mind is like, let's imagine that you do, you are trying to strengthen the muscles. And let's say you've, I, I literally don't lift weight, so I'm not <laughs> going to be saying this correctly, but let's say like, so I don't know if this is like a crazy example, but let's say you've never lifted weights. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to lift a hundred pound like weight, that's going to be so much for your body that it's going to like probably injure you. But also like if you even can do it, it's going to injure you. And then you're not going to be able to keep doing it. Whereas if you just went incrementally and lifted an extra two pounds a week or five pounds a week or whatever, eventually you're going to get to the place where you can lift that hundred pounds, but it's not going to seem like as big of a deal. Like the distance between 98 pounds and a hundred pounds is going to seem very incremental, even though the difference between where you started and the 100 pounds, like it might be worth celebrating like because you got to a benchmark, but it's not really going to feel any different. And that's the exact same thing with our goals. Now, the analogy that my husband's therapist gave her 
gave him, I'm sorry, is that if he, like, let's say we live in California and he's been trying to get to um, Paris, right? We we had a trip planned to Paris um, that was going to happen in May 2020. So obviously didn't happen and we haven't been able to go back since. Uh, but maybe this year, maybe... Uh, I don't know. That's not really on my vision board this year, but maybe next year. Um, so we'll, we'll get back to Paris. So it's like as if he's trying to get to Paris. And right now he has a layover in Florida. And instead of being like, and, and maybe the, the like stop in Florida is longer than he expected. Maybe he was hoping it would be a direct flight or maybe he was hoping it would be like a two hour layover. And they're actually like, hey, actually flights are down. So you're going to be here for two weeks or whatever. Like it's longer than he expected. And he didn't expect to have to stop here. But the truth of it is, he's still in a vacation destination and he still is closer to Paris than when he got started. And this is the same with your goals and with the things that you are creating. Is so often we get so frustrated that we're stuck in Florida that we're not looking around and celebrating the fact that, hey, I'm in fucking Florida. Like, I might as well enjoy this, right? And the reason that this is so important is, one, it just affects the quality of your life. Like, if you are in Florida and the whole time you're just like, but this isn't Paris, this isn't Paris you're going to be miserable. The way that you're thinking about your current results is what determines your reality and what determines your experience. So if you are constantly looking around and saying, this isn't what I want and this isn't the thing that I actually was going for, then you're going to miss out on the oper- on like what's actually a- ahead of you. It's going to put you in a negative energy. And so when we're, and our energy is everything, y'all. Like our energy is like an invisible body odor, okay? Like we can't smell it on ourselves, but other people smell it. And they, sometimes they can't even say exactly what it is that's fun. Like, but a cat. So this is where you'll get to the point where, you know, your people are not saying no to you, but they're also just like, I don't really know. Like, you're like, I can't really say why you're not booking work, or, but, but it's just you're not the right person, right? Or you're not able to quite book the agent, or whatever it is. It's often because of this energy that is also affecting the way that you are doing your work. And um, as we talked about last week, it is when you're in this state, it is decreasing your mental cognition. So you actually don't have access to the full level of creativity. That's what happens when you're constantly looking around and just being like, well, this isn't the Golden Globes. I haven't won an Oscar. I haven't won a Tony. Instead of focusing on all of the wins around you and focusing on how good you have things. Now, this is the same thing. um, And this is where we're going to get to the most insidious thought. This is the same thing that I've noticed myself getting into is I have these big career goals that I am working towards and noticing myself being like, but I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And being frustrated frustrated because I don't have a linear thing that I can point to. And and like like I was saying, I don't have the evidence right now that I can point to and say I'm on my way. Like, or say that it's working, I guess. I can say I'm on my way, but I can't look around and say like, look, these are the, the things that I would use to prove that it is working. There are little things here and there and I have to look to them and I have to create, ask my brain to search for it because our brains are like computers and our brains will search for whatever we ask it to. So if you start asking your brain better questions, it will start finding better answers. So when I start actively asking my brain, which this happens when you start liking where you're at, liking being in Florida, right? When you like where you're at, you can ask your brain for to look for evidence that you are on your way to creating these big results that you want. And what I noticed, though, is because I don't have the evidence around me that I want, I'm getting into the place. My brain is going back into the place that it loves that like all brains love to be in of being like, well, I'm not in Paris. This is Florida. Right. And and it's the same as if if I was trying to lose weight and I was like, well, the, the scale hasn't changed yet. Right. The scale has not changed. The scale has not changed. And 
And so, and it's that thought, this has not changed. This is not changing. That is the most insidious thought. Because what happens is when you have this thought, things are not changing, then it completely shuts off your growth. It puts you in this holding pattern of start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, where you're only taking action when you feel motivated by, and the motivation usually comes from hating where you're at right now. You get to such a low place that then you're like, fuck this, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna change things. And you get so excited for just a really short burst of energy and you do, you go out and you make changes. And then again, the evidence stops working or stops um, becoming apparent to you. And so then you stop again. So exact same thing with like diet, if you were dieting, if you know, you get to this place that you're just like, I hate my body, which that's a whole other thing. If that's your motivation for losing weight, then like, let me know if you want support with that, because I can refer you to some amazing like self image and self love and uh, weight loss coaches who will help you transform that area of your life. I'm not the person to do that. But it is work that I have done that has been life changing for me. But let's say that you are coming from this place of being like, I hate myself. So I and I hate this body. So I'm going to change it. That might temporarily motivate you. If you're having this thought and this isn't changing fast enough um it might temporarily motivate you to really like hustle and to hit the ground running and work so hard but then you are going to burn out of that motivation because it is not a renewable supply right if you are coming from lack you are going to create lack our thoughts become things the energy that you do something with is the energy that your results will come from always 100% of the time. So if you are not showing consistency in the results that you are creating, and if you haven't actually be able, been able to uh, point and look and say, these are the results and these are the tangible results that I have created, it is probably because you're coming from this energy, this energy of lack and this energy of thinking things are never going to change for me that creates this effect of you uh, pushing yourself and trying to get somewhere where you are not. Um, and so I noticed myself being in this place of, of really, like the truth is, I actually love my day to day right now. I have a lot of like flexibility in my schedule. I get to spend time with my beautiful baby. I'm working with clients. I'm working on business things that while I'm in the work of it, it's so fun for me. Like I really like entrepreneurship. A lot of the time it feels like a puzzle and I'm doing, I'm like learning so many things right now that I've never understood before in terms of marketing and um, like ads and automation and sequences and funnels, like all of these things that I had no interest in before, but now I'm having a lot of fun learning about. And yet then I would back up and say like, and get to this point where I was like, oh shit, but this isn't like, I don't want to do this forever. I hope that this doesn't like this better not last. Right. And and so then I was noticing that I was getting to the point because of this thought, I don't want it to be like this forever. That is the thought that was actually stopping me from taking action because that thought creates such a high level of stress and anxiety of like, oh shit, it better not be this way forever. This number one most insidious thought is that then when you're in that place, you panic. And that's when you start starting and stopping, starting and stopping. You stop being all in on your goals. You show up desperate. You overwork. You um, under rest. <laughs> you uh, under rest. I don't even know. But you don't rest. You don't um you also will start probably uh, like throwing spaghetti at the wall, not being deliberate in what you're doing. You'll notice yourself hurrying and trying to get more information, going into research mode, tinkering around on your website. These are all the things 
you know, or you'll start over consuming, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram or uh, binge watching television, any form of overconsumption is usually coming from this uh, panic, which is coming from this thought, it better not stay this way forever. So if you are noticing this, the thing that we have to do is hack that part of your brain and get rid of, delete that thought from, from what you're doing, which comes with um, the process that we always talk about on here that is what I teach in the Abundant Artist Academy, which is to hack your brain to get really clear on how this is manifesting from you so that you can delete this thought and delete the habits of these from your life. And while we do that, because you're an artist, because you're so sensitive, we also need to hack your nervous system and get to a place that these thoughts and the feelings associated with them are not so big that they're shutting you down. I'm not a proponent of hustling through your emotions or pushing through or powering through. I do not think that that is sustainable. I also do not think that it uh, will create the highest level of art for you. I also think I personally believe that results can be created without doing this work that um but I don't think that they will be sustainable and I don't think that you will be happy when you have them and that's where I think that you see a lot of like artists who get what they want and then they burn out or they get you know celebrities who like or um like athletes who make a ton of money and then they lose it all or get into addictive behaviors or things like that, that's because they haven't built this foundation and they hustle through and they push themselves through all of these emotions and it ends up creating more trauma and compounding the negative emotions that they feel. And so then they get to the place where that is the underlying layer of what their experience is. And so no result can compensate for that. And so they are left so deeply miserable that then they end up self-sabotaging that. So First off, I want you to take note if you are doing that, are your results even going to be worth it if that's what it takes for you to get to them? Um, Because I remember I had this very distinct moment in college of being like, if I get to my goals, but I hate myself or I've ruined my relationships or I've sat, I've like betrayed myself, it's not worth it to me. And I hope that you feel the exact same way. And if this is something that resonates with you that you uh, want to work on, then please um, join us in the Abundant Artist Academy. We can uh, head to my head to the link in my show notes. We can set up a call and see if this is the best fit for you. These are the kinds of things in our community that we're talking about every single day. Uh, it's an incredible community of artists, of dreamers who are doing these things and prioritizing themselves and their mindset so that they can create a really solid foundation where they can continue to to jump off from. It's been really fun. I've been getting a bunch of testimonials right now and just seeing how many of my clients, like all of their transformations has just been so inspiring. So if you want to be a part of our community, then head to the show notes and uh, let's hop on a call and see if this is the right fit for you. I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to take this work even deeper and up-level your life and career, follow the link in my show notes to coach with me in the Abundant Artist Academy, my group coaching program for creatives who are tired of being struggling artists and who are ready to start creating more in their lives, more happiness, more bookings, and more money. I'll see you on the inside.